What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. It's Vern Lee. So, by now, of course, everyone has heard uh, about the passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, known to our community, a.k.a. as Black Panther. Uh, definitely tragic, tragic news. Uh, was just just becoming the shining star for the MCU we were looking forward to a lot for from a uh, chat with Bozeman. So um, I appreciated the way the media handled it. I appreciate the way uh, everybody who knew he was sick, you know, really uh, uh, respect the family's privacy, you know. So um, this episode is basically going to be dedicated to him and Black Panther and how influential uh just having them in the MCU has been for us, even as, as card players. So, but uh, to start off, one of the things I want to talk about was um, the character Black Panther in the movies. Um, I was not expecting the portrayal we got. I'm glad we got the portrayal we did because it was definitely better than what I was expecting. Um, I was glad that he was not the central focus of Civil War. He had his own storyline and his own issues that he was dealing with. And I think he had the most character development in the least amount of movies. Because I think a lot of people grew through their movies. I think especially somebody like Thor. But it took so many years to get that done. You know, um, for him to let go of his vengeful attitude in Civil War. And then we see a completely different person in Black Panther. Um, I thought was a good transition because he, he was at peace with what had happened. You know, um, I think his portrayal of Black Panther, because I'd seen other stuff he had done, I I knew he could pull it off. I never thought, no, nah, this dude couldn't pull it off. He was the right size. He was the right build. Um, I seen his character work because, you know, you've seen stuff that he's done in like 42 and, you know, uh, being James Brown and stuff like that. So you knew he could pull it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, thoughts on Chadwick Boseman as uh, Black Panther? Um, I was happy when they announced him as Black Panther because I, I had seen a few of his movies and I knew he was a a good actor. It just it just felt like a good fit. Um, it, I mean, by the time they announced him, I pretty much already had full trust in Marvel to do whatever. You know, at that yeah. point, yeah. I, I I at this point I don't even question Marvel for the most part. So I just was like, oh, I'm out. Black Panther, cool. I'm excited. They actually doing the movie. And because I had so much confidence in Marvel and the way they portray their characters and the way they build the story and they and they and they really respect the characters. Right. You know, it's not just a cash grab. They respect the characters and the the traditions and the storylines behind it. So, you know, I was just excited to see what they were gonna do. And honestly, uh the direction of Ryan Coogler and the visuals and the sounds, it, it blew my mind the yeah. way they did everything. And it was so much uh, symbolism and everything that was going on in the movie. Like if you go back and really research it and look through it, uh, they, they, they went above and beyond. I'm not saying it was the perfect movie per se, but it was close enough for me. And it, the, the thing is like, Anybody that really knows me knows I'm not the type of guy to get starstruck by pretty much anybody. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't even like the word celebrity. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It, right. <laughs> you know, it, but um, this movie and Chadwick Boseman's representation of Black Panther in this movie was a little bit more important than normal just because we finally got to see a black superhero not an anti-hero but an actual superhero and in, in reality black panther is more a king and a politician than he is a superhero right but we got to see all aspects of it and it was just done so well and the of, themes yeah. of it yeah. the themes it just touched us as african americans a little bit more you know, not that I'm super Afrocentric or anything like that, but just to see the representation done with that level of respect and power, as well as the the representation of the women involved, mm-hmm. just Dora awesome. Malaje, just definitely. awesome. Yeah, they they, I I wasn't expecting them to get as deep with it as they did. I I was like I said the just going into the culture and sort of tribes and going deep into as far as what Wakanda and the vibranium and how it affected things. I mean, just, and really because the movie is named black Panther, he's holding everything on his shoulders. Fortunately, fortunately the cast knocked it out the box. Everybody knocked it out the box. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, I do dude, Killmonger. Wait, I mean, when you when you I look mean, at the cast, what else do you expect? I mean, the cast was just ridiculous. Like everybody they announced. I was I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to to I, I think because we are who we are and we understand our culture on our end as far as African-Americans, as far as black men coming from the city. I think we see it one way, but I also think about people, friends of mine who come from Africa. They see it from a completely different perspective. So the fight at the end, minus the CGI, the fight at the end when Killmonger and Black Panther are going at it was way more metaphorical than anything to me. And then for Black Panther to really understand where Killmonger was coming from and to start making amends and to start changing policies really means there was a merging of ideals. And some of the questions Killmonger was asking, he he put that square on on Black Panther's shoulders. You you know what I mean? Like, well, where was y'all at during the transatlantic slave trade? Where was y'all at for, for the stuff that's going on with our people nowadays? I mean, those legit questions we have in the community that a lot of people from other races and other communities don't know. We ask those questions, you know, so um, for them to bring it up, it was like, whoa, that was I was not expecting them to do that. You know, Um, the music, I wasn't expecting them to have the music, just the themes, just it was it was so much that they put into this movie and him as a character as a king, as a warrior, as a as a, a politician, he was so multifaceted, and I wasn't sure they was going to be able to portray that well, and they did, because I think about the people to me in the Marvel universe who have grown the most, they had to go through something, but Black Panther came in the show as those people already, you know, 
Like one of the characters I hated the most was Thor. I'm like, this dude is just whack. I don't care that he has a hammer. I don't like your movies. And then <laughs> Thor, Thor three came out, and I was like, man, like like uh, when they came out with Thor three, like like Ragnarok was just just fantastic. And then you saw what Thor Thor went through in um, um, Infinity War and Endgame. And and the PTSD and the depression and all that type of stuff. Look how many movies it took for him to have all that character growth. We didn't have to go through all of that with Black Panther. He came in already as a fully developed character, and we still got character growth from him. He came in as a politician. He was already Black Panther when, when in Civil War, you know. So the things that he went through just made him a better character. You know, he didn't have to go from being like a whack trash character or a bottom tier character. He went from being like an A character to an A plus character, you know? So like I said, I, I thought the way that they handled it was, was fantastic. Um, personally, like I said, that I think that I think for just from my perspective, the whole movie really, it's just really metaphorical. It's, it's really hard. I think because of where we come from to view that movie, I really have to shut down certain parts of my mind in order to view it as just a Marvel movie, as just a, you know, just go in and be entertained. You know what I mean? Because we can go through all three acts of the movie and have something different to say. You know what I mean? So it's, it's the, the way that whole, the whole representation <clears throat> that they had in that movie I thought was just fantastic. It's not my favorite Marvel movie because I think that the, uh, the third act somewhat killed it for me as far as um, you still have a typical villain situation where someone in the Marvel universe is facing off against someone who is just like them, but the evil version, you you know what I'm saying? Um, That kind of gets boring after a while. Uh, So them doing that in black Panther needed to be done though because of the character Killmonger was portraying especially since they were blood relatives you know so I I definitely thought that that was I I didn't like that they did it but I understood it had to be done you know so like I say it it was a lot of what they did it was way more emotional it was definitely the most emotional movie for me as far as Marvel goes Uh, like I said I, I understand what Cap and Bucky went through and moving a lot as a kid, you lose friends and you get tied to people and then, you know, they move or they die or something like that. And you're broken. So I completely understand, you know, what Cap went through, you know, some of the betrayals that he felt. Same thing with Tony, some of the betrayals that he felt, you know. Um, but for Black Panther, obviously, it's just going to be top tier emotional for me as far as a Marvel movie goes. Uh, any additional thoughts? I mean, as far as the movie goes, uh, that's the thing about Marvel, and and it and it really comes from the comics because it's just the way they approach comics. Is it, it even though it's metaphorical, it's it's always based on something we can relate to because it's right. real life things. Exactly. And so while while you're watching the movie, and I and I and honestly, I think that uh, non African American can relate to it in a way as well uh, Mm -hmm. from the opposite end of the spectrum but for the most part it it asks questions that need to be asked in real life 
Yep. And it answers them as well. <laughs> and I, I thought it was just well done. See, me, uh, you know, me and you, we kind of have different ways of looking at things. I, I, I try to take I try to take each movie by itself. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to compare it to what else is happening in, in the because I mean, I know it's one big overall storyline. Marvel is all connected. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just throwing stuff at the wall like DC is doing. It's it's all a one humongous story, just like the comic books, which I prefer, right? Uh, because it's a comic book movie, and it is. So I, I look at it like, okay, this is Black Panther's story. You know, we get his origin. I mean, we like I I don't even think people realize that that's really his origin story. He technically wasn't even Black Panther until that movie, but right. it didn't really feel like an origin story, right? Which I yeah. like. Um, the third act had to be done that way. Yeah, the only other option would have been non-Black Panther like. Right, it would have been interesting. I think you know what I'm saying, but I don't. It it wouldn't have. (laughs) It wouldn't have been Black Panther like. That wouldn't have worked. So you know, um, I just thought it was overall good movie. I don't. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite Marvel movie either, but I think it cracks my top five. And honestly, oh, yeah, at this definitely. point, Marvel movies to crack your top five has it has to be really good. Oh, for so sure. that's that's high yeah. praise enough for me. Yeah, uh, my top and, five is is gonna be Winter Soldier, then Infinity War, then Black Panther because okay. they did too much running around for me. For Endgame, the end to Endgame is probably the best ending to any comic book movie I have ever seen in my life. But we had to go through Acts One and Two, though, I, to get I, to, I, to Act Three. I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I, it I, I I didn't mind it. Um, my top five. That that end scene alone is enough for me. <laughs> oh no! It, it'll be it's it's top five for me, but I, but the the flow of the story isn't enough as as far as a film goes. Now now because I have to sit back and think about it for a second. Would I be willing to watch this movie all the way through in order to get to the end? The answer is no. Now would I be willing to watch a movie all the way through even if I knew the ending was was bad to me? The answer is yes. And that's what I get with Black Panther. I'm willing to watch that movie all the way through because of all of what it represents. And, and I am legitimately entertained and still watch the ending, even though I don't really like the ending. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that's, willing to do the opposite. That's, for that's an interesting way to look at it. I'm not I'm not willing to do the opposite for Endgame. You know, like like Infinity War. You can easily watch that movie all the way through and be entertained all the way through. Understand, I mean, Thanos is the protagonist for Endgame, for for Infinity War. Do you understand the story writing, how huge that is? It was a lot of, it was a lot of hugeness going on in that movie. (laughs) Right. So I'm, so I'm like, Man, like Infinity War was was definitely just through and through uh, a solid, just a solid film for all acts for for 
for the special effects, for the story, you know, just the, the lines. They got iconic lines. Bring me Thanos, you know. Uh, you should have went for the head. You know what I'm saying? Now, mm-hmm. now I will, like I said, the end to end game, that, that'll break it down. I got to admit, that broke me down in the show. When when everybody was knocked out, Thor, you know, uh, Cap's shield is broken. He's battered and bruised, and he's still trying to stand up. Like I can do this all day. Then you hear Falcon talk about on your left. Yeah, and, that was- and the three of them, Black Panther, walk out. You you ever been in that situation where you think you're about to get the crap beat out of you, and you turn around and your boys got your back, and they give you the nod? That's a real nod. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a real nod. <laughs> and, and Cap's expression when when Black Panther and uh, Shuri and um, uh, um, Koye come through, and he looks at Cap and he give him the nod. Cap's expression of relief is real. That's a real expression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's a genuine, like, like fortification on a psychological level. Like we got a shot at this. He had that expression before everybody else even came through the door, through the through the gates. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know everybody else was going to be pouring through like that. He had that expression before that. You know, so I was like, just just to to know that this dude is going to come through and have my back. You know what I'm saying? So. Like I said, uh, you, you, to me, in that moment, you got to have, I know they're acting, I know they're acting, but you got to have some type of camaraderie to be able to pull off something like that that's unspoken. You know what I mean? You, I, I, it was it was definitely an effective scene, <laughs> you know. For I mean, this is before he starts yelling "Ye Bombay" and all that type of stuff. This is just this is it's just silence. I mean, uh, granted, the Russo brothers know what they're doing as far as directing, but you you got to be able to you got to be able to really take the bull by the horns for a scene with no sound, no with no words. We're not explaining what's going on. We're just going to use this in gestures and, and facial movements, you know. So that to me was like a really, really, really powerful. And and to open it up that way, to open up that gigantic war that they're fighting right now with that scene, you know, I thought that was huge. That was that yeah. was that was huge. Man, we'll be talking about the these movies. characters. You know, he, it was the, because you knew they understood each other. You know what I'm saying? We'll be talking about these movies for for hours, man. Literally, literally. (laughs) Like I said, whoever, whatever Marvel does, they can't, they they have to, because the Russo brothers forced Marvel, they they forced their hand, quality-wise, they really forced their hand. I don't know if they realize that they can't go backwards now. Like, you can't do anything less than this amount of awesome because now we know you can do it. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember back in the day, like, go back to, to the first Iron Man. And he was like, oh, man, that was great. 
Iron Man is trash in comparison to what we got later. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that first Iron Man is like, like, bruh, what is this? You, you know what I mean? And it's still a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It's still a great movie. But in comparison to, to what they did later, come on, man. And what's his name? Taika Watiti? Watiti? What he did with Ragnarok? Bruh, you can't go backwards now. You can't go backwards. And then they started, uh, what is that, Infinity War off from the ending of Ragnarok. You can't go backwards now. Whatever they do with anything, bringing in Doom, if they bring in Shuri as the next Black Panther, or they bring in another person to replace Black Panther, or whatever they want to do, they, they got to, man, they they, they putting a lot on their shoulders, because it's like, we know you can be awesome now. We, we know you're not going to bring us more Iron Man 2s, or Thor 2s, or Captain America 1s, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you can't go backwards. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, man, they, they, they really got to bring some heat. You know, and and I think I, it goes back to what you said before. It's really just an appreciation of the characters. If you can s- sit back and let people know, hey, this is genuine. This is real. This is how we we want to portray the characters as best as possible in the MCU people respect that and they can go in with an open mind but when you when you try to do too much it it don't it don't work you give us that that's that, that's how we got Spider-Man 3 with emo emo uh, uh, please don't you, you know what I'm saying that's how we got you know all these villains crammed <laughs> in and, and the dance scene and oh all, my oh all, my goodness this is so <laughs> cringy thank you I, I went back and watched that scene <laughs> On YouTube a few months ago, I, my, I, I almost Dude, I had a conni- I almost had a conniption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is going on? How did man. this? How did this get out? Get past the cutting room floor, man. It's terrible. Do you know how many times they must have filmed that in order to get that scene? <laughs> like nobody said this is a horrible idea, <laughs> right? I'm thinking to myself, like, at what point? Did someone say that this is terrible? (laughs) Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, look at how many years removed we're from Spider-Man Three. You know what I'm saying? It's like Marvel, man. They, and I get it. People, people, you know, want DC to do good, and they got Suicide Squad coming up, and different games and movies and all this type of stuff. Man, man, that's great. I'm happy for DC. Even DC put a put a uh, Twitter up, you know, for Black Panther for Chadwick Boseman. So, but like I said, they got a long way to go to catch up to DC. I mean, to catch up to Marvel, dude. No, nah, they they, they gave they gave up. They gave up, and they should have because they messed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they messed up. They messed up. Yeah, they 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 should have just took their time. They just should have took their time. I was just but, thinking about how how pointless the Justice League movie was today. It's just straight pointless movie. It, Mediocre. It, just the, it's the just potential. there. That's that's the thing. There the was potential. just there. The the Justice League movie was just there because it existed. 
it, it literally had no purpose. Now, maybe, maybe, you know, the multiple directors messed everything up and maybe this Zack Snyder cut will be better. I will see. I, look, man, we got to get to these cars, man. We'll be talking about, we, look, we'll never. <laughs> I know. This be a five-hour <laughs> podcast. And tell me about it. So, as far as the versus community goes, we were affected because we have uh, by Black Panther the character, but now also, funny enough, we actually have a card that has Chadwick Boseman on the card as Black Panther, not just in the mask. So, um, the first Black Panther card we got came in the first set. It's an Avengers card, two drop, three two for stats with two health and ferocious. And we know what ferocious does during melee combat. He strikes before enemy characters. If you were playing an Avengers um, MC, you most likely had Black Panther on two. Because Black Panther had ferocious, he was straight. Then he got outclassed by a lot of other two drops. However, now that we have cards like Might Makes Right, now that we have cards like Great Teacher that can do, you know, pump up the uh, attacks and stuff like that, his value goes up. He's not, however, Primeval Hunter, but his value still goes up. You know, so um, thoughts on uh, the support character? I remember, I remember that card was like really good. Like that was one of the best two drops, uh, probably for about a year, maybe. Oh yeah, I know. I know when help. I finally, I know when I finally got into the game, uh, for real. Because like we bought the cars, we bought the first set or whatnot, but we didn't really, I didn't really start getting into it till about a year later. Mm. But I, I remember that Black Panther was still like a choice for a lot of decks. Uh, until like uh, e- well, even when Zen- the Zenos came out, because that's when a lot of people were going to the leaping Zenos and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. came. But tr- that ferocious was just good back then. You know, three and two. Oh, for sure. With ferocious now is you know that's outclassed by a lot of stuff. But even now, he's still useful if you're running like an Avengers mono situation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean. It's it's a it was a great card at once and now it's just a situationally good card. Yeah, yeah. So now moving on to that was the illustrated Black Panther. So moving on to the photo Black Panther, you got a heroes team affiliation, three cost, four two, two health. And I think this is our first um card with bulletproof on it bulletproof characters with range can't strike black panther even in melee combat personally because we wound up getting photo cards um we wound up having better photo cards i think he would have been better as a two drop than a three drop because we have better cards on three so I do like the bulletproof aspect, but because you don't have as many pumps in the photo universe as you do in the illustrated universe, you now have a, a issue where he can't stun anybody. You're really going to use him on the team attack. Like I could see him team attacking with Captain America 
and then cap shifting the uh, attack over to Black Panther because Black Panther can't get struck with somebody by somebody with range, you know, since Cap has leader. So I think that is is significant. But for the most part, we just have really good three drops. I mean, Hawkeye alone is one of the best three drops we got. We got Mordo shutting off superpowers. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, uh, Super Soldier on the uh, Syndicate team from another X-Files set. You know, five five four attack, one defense, you know, enhanced durability, range, two health, uh, swarm. Like, dude, I mean, how many billies you going to stick on this one dadgum card? You know, it's a lot. So, um, I think I think just Black Panther got outclassed as a photo card way faster than he did as a uh, illustrated card, especially because Avengers is always going to be one of those teams that's on the cusp of greatness. Um, when they got newer characters out, like we'll get to the other Black Panther card later in a second, but um, once they started getting better MCs, that automatically means... Because they, they plot to a state, state ridiculous. Think again, you know, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, even Stark Tech, giving a counter, giving somebody range. All that stuff is huge, you know. So um, the, the photo card, because a lot of the good cards you want to play is on the villain's team, means that the hero, Black Panther, didn't get a chance to get play, you know. So from, from my perspective. So thoughts on the photo Black Panther? You want to know what the biggest issue with Photo Black Panther was? Photo didn't kick it off so hot. That's right. the biggest issue. Yeah. So uh, even with the three sets that came out, originally there weren't a lot of photo cars that were catching people's attention. Right. And the ones that were, he didn't fit in the day. And also... He was outclassed by what was being played at two, right? So, so um, if you think about what was being played at two at the time, it was still Kane. It was still Primeval Hunter. His power just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was nice that he had, uh, you know, two health, but it was like, <clears throat> so what? <laughs> and, and even if you look at what's in, if you look at what was in photo at the time. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of range to make his power matter mm-hmm. enough, and so I mean, why would you play him over Mordo and uh, some of the other stuff that was getting played? It just was it, he just didn't it just didn't work. His stats, right. I think, um, they weren't effective for for his stats. It's like okay, so so what? I can't hit you with range. I can hit you with Ant Man. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like <laughs> right. Right. It's not a big deal. So it, right. I, but we were always like, man, if they start putting this bulletproof on stuff, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> it's just right. not. It's just <clears throat> not there yet. You know. Right. So yeah. So now it was what at, it was. Right. So looking at his main characters, so we'll go to the main character, uh, photo universe, Black Panther, the picture with uh, Chadwick Boseman on the uh, level one. So we got the heroes. Level one Black Panther, four three for stats, five health, and he has pounce. When Black Panther is attacking an exhausted character, it can't strike back at him. His level up condition, Warrior and King, level up four XP. When Black Panther attacks, he gains one XP for each character he's protecting. Now, 
looking at this from today's standpoint, this isn't as big of a deal as it used to be because um, we have abilities to search with Heimdall. We got multi-health uh, early drops. Um, we got lone gunmen to help us facilitate. Um, what is that? Um, I need your help so we can search mm-hmm. for stuff. You know, because so, right. at first when Frodo first came out, we was like, dang, this is this is hard, man, because you got to try to keep these people alive so you can get enough XP to level up. Well, Frodo was just, hard to build. Frodo right, was, was just, super hard to build. Right, right. When we first got it, it was just just tough. Now it's getting is way more fleshed out. So his level of condition is not a rest- and, and we have healed now between Dana Scully and Groot. You have ways to get some of those those uh, wounds you got back early because I mean three defense is not is nothing, you know. So you have ways to get that uh, health back, and that's going to be huge. So leveling him, him up now, and that's one of the reasons why I was thinking of uh, we, you know we've been going through photo sets recently as a team, just just right. randomly playing stuff because now that we have X Files, now that we have stuff that's actually making a difference in the game in the photo sets building is completely different now so but level uh level two black panther really is where it's at so level two is still he's still hero team affiliation level two eight five for stats still five health he still has pounce but he now has vibranium weave suit which is uh, a combat green if black panther is defending he can't be struck this turn that's a huge, huge deal because the combination of pounce with vibranium weave suit is great. Here's the issue we used to have. We used to have, we couldn't get enough greens per game. But now you can add the gunman and increase your draw power and you got Tony Stark. So you can have a genius in the back row increasing your draw power and you have access to I Need Your Help, which can help you search for whatever you need, plus you have Heal now. So Black Panther being a threat has dramatically gone up with just the last few sets we got. Pounce now is way more ridiculous because if somebody is exhausted, Black Panther can team attack with them with 8 attack plus whatever, knowing that he's not going to get stunned. Vibranium Weave Suit works on the defense, and immediately just shuts down all the combat that's going to come to him. So I'm going to flip this green. I can't be struck this turn. You got to figure out a different way to get me stunned, get a wound on me. You know, so him having um, access to those cards to not take wounds and to search for your greens if you need to. Huge deal. That is a huge deal. Um, so thoughts on the photo universe, Black Panther? Well, you know, we really tried to get Black Panther to work. We did, um, yeah. He, you can level up pretty well. His level up isn't that big of a deal. Uh, you can usually get him leveled up on three, four at the latest if you build the deck properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest issue with Black Panther is the balance of having enough small characters to get you leveled up properly, but at the same time having enough of an endgame to be able to finish it off. And then mm. the major issue is that the most popular three and fours played really do some harm to him. Uh, Mordo 
Mordo and Killmonger tear Black Panther up. So that means you have to have answers for them in the deck. Right. And the answers that you have have to be up front. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of difficult deck building choices. It is. And uh, you know, we we never really like, you know, when we were when we were testing for Mid Winter this year, he was actually able to hang a little bit without riders if you pull right. Right. But then they would drop Mordo and Killmonger, and it's like, man. <laughs> yes, that'd be problematic. <laughs> so, I mean, we we even when the X-Files came out, we never went back to testing like an X-Files build because we just didn't have time. We, right. you know, right. at that point, we was on the, you know, uh, Odin and, and, right. and the monster tr- uh, double and Shuri and a few other things that we knew right. would work better. Mm-hmm. But I would like to go back and look at, you know, a, a lone gunman bill because I think that will work with him. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure out. We just got to figure out, okay, now how do you end the game, you know? Right. Right. You but, end uh, it in typical ego fashion or you got something else up the sleeve or, you know, so no, I, I feel you. Yeah, but it, it's a good, it's not a bad card. It's just, no, I think the photo the just has some powerful now, effects, man. They, they do. I think the stuff we got now, Really is, I mean, like I said, I mean, we got the the heel combo to, between Scully and Groot. You know, you got the search, you got direct search with uh, I need your help on the bureau team. Like I said, you the stuff that we have now means really we need to be going back and looking at all these photo characters. And Black yep. Panther is definitely at the top of that list. You know, eight attack, and you exhausted. I can't be stunned. You know what I'm saying? That's huge. That's a huge deal. You know? So now here's my boy right here. This <laughs> this save the best for last. This Black Panther is a beast in so many ways. So we got Black Panther for the Avengers team. This is the illustrated uh, uh, main character. Level one. He has three, four for stats, five health. He's got bulletproof and he's got leap, which means he has flight on your turn. His level of condition is passing down not the knowledge. Level up is six XP. One or more equipment, plot twists, or supporting characters are put into your KO pile from anywhere. Black Panther gains an XP. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that is from anywhere. Okay. So if a resource gets blown up and they go into your KO pile, you get an XP. If you power up a character, you get an XP. If you play a plot twist, you get an XP. If you have a plot twist that does multiple things, you're going to get whatever goes into the KO pile from there. So leveling up is not a problem. Not a problem at all. And keep in mind, too, um, I like that his stats are 3-4. Whereas the photo universe, his stats are four three, because as soon as you put a counter on him, one counter may mean that most characters can't attack him in the early game. His defense will just be one too big. Yeah, primeval is still a problem, but for the most part, his his defense will just be one too big, and I and I appreciate that for the for the character. Now, level two, he's still Avengers team affiliation. His stats double. They go from 3-4 to 6-8. Eight. 
He's still five health, still got bulletproof, still got leap, and he has commune with the ancestors. Bill Faye's yellow, put an equipment, plot twist, or supporting character from your KO pile into your hand. So all the junk you've been ditching, he can go get it. Bruh. Fantastic. When we played this for the Life is Too Short format, Black Panther was waxing so many people. He was folding them jokers like laundry on a sunny day. It was, it was just fantastic. It, it was... <laughs> I, I love this car, dude. I was not expecting Black Panther to be that powerful, but that format really, really put him over the top. Because I think what wound up happening, I had to do something for work for that format, or did we not have a tournament for that format? What happened that year? No, it was uh, life is too short. Wait a I minute. think the I I don't remember what what uh part of the year that covered, but I it was it it covered the part of the year where we don't really go to tournaments. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's what it that's was. What happened? Uh, yeah, it was uh, but you know, let's. Lits was a format that basically said play Avengers. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it basically what it was. It did. Play Avengers and, and reap the benefits. Like yes, every single... even even Captain America Mono was great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Didn't see that coming. It it was just it was nice. It it was nice. They yeah, they yeah. they the only one that had an intact team. Right. <laughs> no right. other team was intact. And they had a ton of support because they had so many characters that had just one health, you know, including so, eight drops. What eight drop got one health? Gilgamesh. Oh, oh, they got the. Whole, it was ridiculous. Whole, uh, immortal curve, right? Now, it was absolutely they, ridiculous. Yeah, because they had Cersei on six. They had uh, hype on uh, Hyper Hyperstorm. I know Hyperion on seven and Gilgamesh yeah, on eight. Yeah, it was eight. like they, it wow. was built for them. Wow, that yeah, it was yeah, it was ridiculous. It was yeah, because Black Panther man, I built about five different decks and they still was wrecking shop. I think the most the worst deck I built was probably the one. I think I built the version of the deck you had where you was using the uh, rocket, and it was terrible. You mean was, the crappy the crappy version that I built first was like, hey man, you take a look at this, and then you made it actually work. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember what happened was I I started out playing Black Panther, and I was like, hey man, I don't know, maybe you need to take a second look at it. Like this this happens a lot with us where one person will start and then somebody else will come in with some idea and they'll work on it, but. When I was playing it, it wasn't working. And I remember I switched because I started with Captain America. Mm. I switched to Black Panther. Mm. It wasn't working. And I said, you take a look at this. I'm going to work on Hawkeye. And Hawkeye started firing off. But then Black Panther, you just start killing with Black Panther. And I'm like, man, let me get Harrigan in. <laughs> Harrigan barely it, it was, was, fun. was winning. That was a back and forth between them two because of the offense of Black Panther and the Avengers versus the defense of Harrigan. Because if, if your defense didn't get high enough, it didn't matter. But Harrigan was one of those few MCs that could deal with Black Panther because he didn't have range. Because he's throwing them hands. That too. <laughs> looking at, looking at uh, times. the child of like, who's next? 
So, but no, but yeah, that because because what no the the way I came at the deck. Okay, I'm I'm remembering what you're talking about because the way I came at the deck was, um, I was using the other characters who had red, and I would only play Rocket when I needed to play Rocket. So, I would use the red to get back a think again, and then I would use uh, Black Panther's yellow to get something else out the KO pile. So I wouldn't right. have to, I wouldn't I wouldn't play Rocket unless I needed Rocket. But the rest of that, like I didn't have um, a lot of um, Guardians of the Galaxy in that deck because it's like all I want is Rocket. Because I'm just doubling up. Rocket's doing the same thing Black Panther's doing. So I'm just doubling up on that ability. One of the things that made that deck work too was your ability to reuse Nullifier. Yeah. Reusing Nullifier would get you killed quick because you thinking... It, I think on a psychological level, we know this is a one-shot deal. But Black Panther's like, nah, fam. <laughs> that's that's not how this is going to go down. you know. And because Life Was Too Short was the format, the only way to stop him from using Commune with the Ancestors to get junk out the KO pile was Nullifier. You didn't have nothing else. Did we have Dark Phoenix then? If we did, nope, she mostly helped. She wasn't she, in that she, format. She wasn't in the format. Right, so so basically it, you had man, Cosmo. Or you had had I mean you you really it was a lot of stuff that you just couldn't stop. It wasn't no JJ to stop yellow abilities, so it was just like you know you you just snatching everything from the KO pile. So it was it was just and using Rocket and Black Panther was just great because because you knew nobody was stopping your yellow abilities, so you didn't care. So you was just using those yellows. I was I was just using the yellows until I got the red, and then I would just let the red sit there until. Um, I needed rocket, and that was it. You know, because there was no way I was gonna have a field that was empty, and then I was gonna play rocket and not have a team attacker. That that wasn't gonna happen. You know, so. Um, but the deck worked better, mono. Yeah, yeah. Because because I didn't because I remember I, I didn't think it could work mono. And, and you were like, uh, I'm gonna try mono because this ain't working. <laughs> it was, I had a better version, right? Because right. Rocket really was tripping you up because now you're putting Rockets in the deck and Reds in the deck, but they don't really use Red on team, not for good stuff, you know? So, because um, if, if Black Panther's already a fighter, he's not a tech character, he's not doing all this, you know, side stuff. So, if you're using him to fight, you got to balance the deck out with people that's got tricks up the sleeve. And so, adding Rocket was helping that but because he wasn't on team and he really wasn't using anybody else with red now you got eight cards in the deck that are working within themselves and not really coalescing with the with the main character so when you got when when i started building a mono version of black panther now you got stand together shutting off uh superpowers now you got um unwavering loyalty you got loyal soldiers you know so it's it's just like because the the counters could get out of control real quick, depending on the version of the deck I had. Because the um, you could play loyal soldiers, and then I would team attack everyone in the one character with Falcon and whoever else. So now they got two two counters that turn, and if you got a situation where 
okay, Black Panther's out front. He's got a couple of counters. He's protecting, what's her name? Peggy Carter? Yep. Then next turn, you start playing all your one-drops for free. And like like I've had it where Captain America would be out. And then I play Peggy Carter. Yep. And she gets a counter. Then you play all those one-drops for free. Because she's giving those one-drops, they ain't costing nothing. Then they get encounters. And Falcon is one of those one-drops. Then you play Loyal Soldier. So now everybody's getting counters. Then you team attack it. Then everybody's getting more counters. Dude, it, it was annoying. It, it, would, it would get out of hand. And then annoying. you still next turn was going to flip this yellow and get back whatever you lost. One of those cards from the previous turn. Black it was, was it was it was it was like you did a somewhat of a version of the Captain America I did, except with a better character. And Black Panther having bulletproof with a big butt. It's like they realized, oh, the issue was we made the defense small and the attack big when we should have did the other way around. Oh, it right. is it was right. so hard to to stun him. Yeah. First of all, if the deck isn't built correctly, you might not even have a character that can stun him easily. And so you add that to the ridiculous amount of counters you can get, as well as the ridiculous plot twist that they already have on top of the unwavering loyalty and, and, and stuff. And it was just like, it's hard to even hit this dude. Yeah. Unless you're playing hair again, you start throwing them hands. Because <laughs> Black Panther with three counters means his defense is 11. If you don't get this dude stunned, any one card you bring back with commune with the ancestors is going to be a problem. Any one card. Because if you go through this trash where you... And that's another thing. You had so many combos in that deck. I mean, because... And a lot of those characters, because you were constantly recycling them, were always threats. Like, you could have, Dare, you could have Daredevil. And Daredevil, with a, with a couple of counters on him, would be swinging for 10. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Because of Fearless. So now it's like, okay, well, you never stunned Black Panther. You got somebody big up front. It doesn't matter because I'm going to use Unwavering Loyalty. Give him plus three, plus three, plus these counters. He's going to be down, you know, uh, even on the team attack if I got to do it that way. And then Daredevil can always just swoop in for the dub just with a couple of counters on him. You know, and that's happened multiple times. You know, just one one Unwavering Loyalty on Daredevil is going to make Daredevil, what, 14-14? No, no, 14-4 attack. Yeah. You know, so I mean, do you know? So, like I said, Black Panther as a main character, like he he definitely had his time to shine for uh, for that that format, definitely. Because if we had went to a tournament, there was no way I was gonna play anybody else. And then, yeah, then, yeah I know, I know who you were playing. One one a time, one or two times, I think somehow Hawkeye pulled the dub off on Black Panther, even though. Hawkeye got range, but Hawkeye wasn't attacking Black Panther. So Hawk, I was like, Hawk, Hawkeye is so underrated. No, he is. <laughs> he yes. is so underrated. But no, I would, Black Panther single handedly switched my character. Like, if I would have, before we've got Black, or before you got Black Panther to work, I would have played Hawkeye just because I didn't think Black Panther was going to work. 
And when you got Black Panther to work, I was like, well, I guess I got to pull Harrigan out. <laughs> right, yeah. Man, Harrigan was a monster. But anyway, yeah, we talk about we talking about Black Panther. So. You no, know, you know I like Harry. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, the, uh, the to me the the, the um, reason why Black Panther was so significant as a uh, Avengers character is because not just his stats, but we started downplaying five health characters. And Black Panther was like, dude, I'm big enough to not even get stunned. Because I really was playing back Black Panther like a swarm version of Falconer. Because Falconer got the same stats. Six, eight, five health. You know? So I was like, okay, if I could get a couple of counters on him like I used to do with Falconer, that's going to change the game. And that's going to give me a couple of turns where I'm not going to take a wound so I don't have to worry about healing. You know? Because a mono deck, mono Avengers can't heal. But you got to think again which give you one more turn, you know, so, um, but I wouldn't have to use think again if I had enough counters on me. Right. So him having bulletproof is so significant because so many characters can't hurt him. You, you know Especially what I'm saying? Especially now, like a lot of the characters people are switching to now have, have a range. Yep. A lot of the mains have range. Yeah. Uh, I mean, until you get to five and six, but mm-hmm. Doctor Doom has range, yeah. so it, it's, a, it's, it's a. We need to get back to it. It's been about a year. It has. It's yeah, been about a year. We don't know what formats is coming up next, but I definitely think that uh, we need to. Because if see, the problem was Thor ruined it for everybody because Thor was so OP for the time being. For, for what he was doing, we couldn't, like, they. it was almost like they was creating events that Avengers couldn't be in. You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're not going to have Avengers in this tournament because Thor, <laughs> you know, so they would be creating all these, uh, all these formats. It's like, oh, y'all think y'all slick, Super Awesome Games. Y'all ain't slick. We know y'all creating these formats so we don't have to deal with Thor because y'all see the community is in an uproar over this punk. You know, even though the first, I think the first format was about Thor, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so then, then he uh, never showed up again. No, Thor was showing up periodically because I had to keep dealing with him when I had X twenty three, and we all knew X twenty three was going to whoop Thor. So it was like, why are you doing this? But you know. People didn't want to take a chance. They wanted to go with the old favorite. And dude had already been outclassed. So here we are. <laughs> so the, uh, um, but like I said, with, with Black Panther, the Avengers now, team-wise, they're, they're not a great team. I still give them a B-minus as a team. But these plot twists and the main characters just make them an A class team. That it's it's just it's just a problem. It's just a real big problem. You know, so and like so I'll give yeah, you a late what, game. Four legit four legit MCs. Between Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh who else? You got Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh Thor and Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's problematic because 
do we have any team that has that many good, solid main characters? Guardians might. Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians has Groot. Cosmo was, was doing his thing. Yeah. You got Warlock. So they got three. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, and then everything else. Is, well, Star Lord is okay. Everything else. Well, yeah, you got you got Kitty Star Lord. Technically, she's Guardians too. Ooh, we yeah. So they yeah, got some stuff. Yeah, they just have they just have such some some straight up dreck on the other end of the scale. Right, <laughs> and they, they team as a whole is not great because we use no. the same characters over and over again for their team. You're not even you know. using you're not even using their their actual SCs because they are a lot of them are so trash. You're right. playing you're them using Rocket and you're using Charlie Twenty Seven. You want to talk about Drek on team? We going to X Men. How can you have that many? Nah, nah, I ain't going down this rabbit hole. We ain't going, ain't going down that rabbit mean, hole. No point. X X Twenty Three, the best thing to come out of X Men. But like I said, but uh, until about a week from now. I'm just, let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. For X Men, hey man, I'm loving K Pride, man. Loving K Pride. I don't have a problem with K Pride, but I'm still gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But X23, the best MC they got on the team. Okay. Until I'm proven otherwise, that's what I'm rolling with. K Pride gonna do some things. We'll see if she get an opportunity. COVID throwing everything off. <clears throat> and COVID gonna die. Cause I'm like, man, a lot of people should have got their shine on with this last Gen Con. It didn't happen, you know. And now they still pumping out cards. So it's like, okay, the people who should have got their shine on didn't get it. Just like Black Panther should have got his shine when uh, we didn't have no tournaments going for lit format. You know, so um, I'm definitely going to be experimenting with Black Panther, though, because like I said, some of the stuff that came out now and now you got all these different range people, man, that's going to be fantastic. So um, to to wrap it up, they played uh, Black Panther on what was that? ABC commercial free yesterday. Personally, I've seen Black Panther so many times. I can look at the clock like, oh, I know where y'all at in the movie. You you know what I mean? Because it, it was just so monumental, you know, for me. You know, so and, and the thing that's funny about the MCU, a lot of their heroes are so watered down. You know, because we know how strong Black Panther is in the comics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Black Panther's watered down, Thor's watered down, Thanos, Hulk, like a lot of people are just watered down. And I think they had to to not make this look like it's just over the top. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate the way they did it. I do too. I appreciate yeah. the way they I'm, did I'm glad it. it. I'm glad it was the uh, way it was. Yeah. Except for Thanos. They, they didn't water down Thanos very much. Well, no, they actually they did. They Bruh. actually did. Bruh. They didn't they didn't water down his his uh his mind physical, his physical uh ridiculousness. But they they he, they don't have him using his other abilities. 
he he's just a big purple dude that can box. Man, he is throwing them hands. Like in the comics, <laughs> in the comics, how many times has Thanos been a universal threat? Like a legit one. You know what I'm saying? He's not blasting nothing from his hands. He's not teleporting. You know, he's got no force fields. I mean, dude is like Well that's that's what I'm saying. You know, they they somehow made him a universal threat without all of the extra abilities that he has. Exactly. He was just out there just beating folks down. <laughs> so it's like it still had the same effect. Like and that's and yeah. that's one of the like we, we get off track again, but that's one of the things I loved about about the Thanos movies, is that's what I'm calling because that's what it was. Yeah. Is yeah. that I knew when I was taking my family to see those movies that they were not ready <laughs> for what was about to happen. Like, I was legit giggling like, man, wait till y'all see this. Like, <laughs> like the look on my family's face at the end of the first movie <laughs> was priceless. I was man. like, wait, you think this kills Spider-Man? I was like, yup. <laughs> Dude, they look traumatized. <laughs> people, when we first saw Infinity War <laughs> at the show, people was literally going up at the show, cussing up a storm. It was people bawling their eyes out. I mean, I I definitely shed some tears at that movie, but like the hysterics, like I don't I don't think psychologically a lot of people were expecting the bad guy to win. You, they you didn't know, know any better. Not on like that. you can literally look around and tell who was comic book fans and who right who just were MCU fans right right because I was like yeah y'all wasn't ready y'all y'all needed to y'all needed to go go read Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet rather <laughs> before y'all came over here because Thanos ain't playing no games with y'all it was a piece and of I, me that was thinking he wasn't really gonna do it like they'll beat him they'll beat him yeah you know yeah. And then then my man said you should have went for the head and I was like huh. Yeah, like so. Man, I tried to warm. I tried to even warm my, my wife, family, my wife, man. My wife has read Infinity Gauntlet, so she knew what was coming up. You know what I'm saying? I got got it sitting over here on the bookshelf, so she knew what was coming. But like I said, still the fact that they did it like that, it, it was just like wow. And then they started Infinity. I mean, uh, End Game up five years then passed. It's like, bruh. Y'all ain't even fixed this in five years. Then they found Thanos, and they still didn't fix it. And it's like, how y'all go fix it then? You you know. So it was it was it was it was just messed up. It was just messed up. Like I said, the end. You know what? One day, because uh, I think Labor Day is coming up. One day, I'm gonna just watch both of the, all those movies back to back, so they'll all string together and have a different perspective on it. Yeah. So. I should have took pictures. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, the 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 jaw drops of my family. And the words of Biggie, dude. If you don't know, now you know. I was driving home. I had to console the whole family while I was driving. Home. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, it's gonna be all right. They was like, what happened to Spider Man? I'm like, he dead. You ain't see. Him. <laughs> you ain't see him turn to dust. He gone. What you mean? They just gonna kill Spider Man? I said they they yeah. already killed him. <laughs> they killed him. <laughs> they dead. Yeah, dude. Same, oh man, same thing in the memory. Fine memory. <laughs> same fine memories. 
Man, it was like I said, it was not not playing around, man. Like I said, it's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle it. You know, uh, moving forward, definitely gonna be interesting to see because they 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 raised the bar so high, and some of the characters I thought this is gonna be terribly cast came through. You know what I'm saying? And to have somebody you know after seeing his work, his body of work, he's not so much of a name brand or A-lister that he's going to distract. Like, imagine Hugh Jackman coming in to, you know, the Avengers franchise when everything was getting started. You know, the MCU when it was getting started. That'd be a distraction. But knowing his body of work, knowing that Okay, this dude can get it done. He can get it done. I don't think I believed anybody. Like when I thought about Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man, I was like, mm, I can see it. But we'll see what he do. You know, uh, Chris Evans. Like, dude, wasn't you just this goofy human torch? I didn't think Chris Evans could do it. 100%. I didn't know enough about Chris Helmsworth. I had just seen him as uh, Kirk's dad. That's about it. But like I said, for, for Chadwick Bozeman, definitely, definitely thought out the gate. Oh, this dude, he, he got it. He got the build. He going to do the accent, whatever they do for the accent. He got it. He got it. And, and man, he brought it and brought it home. Definitely that brought whole it home. Cast, that whole cast was ridiculous. And honestly, like I said before, I had just stopped. I had stopped questioning them because every time I questioned them, I was wrong. So I was like, hey, Marvel got it. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Then every yeah. time they announce a new cat, I'm like, oh, Forrest Whitaker in this joint? Angela Bassett? Bassett? Right, exactly. Exactly. And then they gave oh, my girl the Nigeria from Walking Dead. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I was just excited at that point. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. They delivered, dude. They they yeah. definitely, they definitely delivered. Now I'm flipping through these pictures on IMDB of Chadwick Bozeman. I haven't seen Marshall yet. Didn't even realize him and Sterling K. Brown was in Marshall. Now I got to watch Marshall. I definitely got to watch Marshall because Sterling yeah, K. Brown. This this dude in This Is Us is amazing. Yeah, he is hands down amazing. Yeah, he is. Like you got to take an emotional break from that show. Like I, I I have to pile up like two three episodes before I get back to it. You know what I'm saying? But this dude, like. Him as Njobu, outstanding. You know how shocked I was when it was him talking to his son, Killmonger, at the beginning of the movie when I found that out? Yep. No, I think I had watched it almost three times by that point. I think I was, we was going to our third show of the movie when I realized, when, when, not when I realized, but we, I had found out before we went to the third show that he was talking to Killmonger that whole time no clue. I was like, what? So it was like revelations every time I watched the movie. Even even the scene I'm looking at now, when it was in South Korea, and Ryan Coogler in his Vanity Fair interview was explaining how um, Lupita Nyong'o is on Chadwick Boseman's right, and she's wearing green, and then Daya uh, mm-hmm. Guerrera is wearing red, and it's like the Pan-African flag. And I was like, 
like every everything, just the 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 touches that they, the details, just the details, dude. Even even the way they approach, which they they've always done this. They, I I really appreciate the way they approach each character's fighting style. Yeah, that I've always appreciate. He about broke that Marvel. down too. They get it. They man for he real. Broke, he broke that down, and I was like. I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective. He was how how traditionalized uh, Okoye is being yeah. more Malaje versus uh, Nikita being um, uh, a spy, a spy, improvisational, do whatever you got to right. do. Like when she snatched that wig off, obviously from an African American standpoint, that was hilarious. But the um, <laughs> but she had to fight with that staff like she wouldn't pick up a gun she wouldn't use a table and and the music bruh the music that's playing in that scene and and just that whole scene was just fantastically done it was and that had to be a hard scene to do man man the way the way he just the, the camera angles and because they have the cameras on the wires so he's like, this is not a cut scene. This is all happening in real time. So yep. the, the shot where it's going from the first floor to the second floor, and she's spinning that staff around her neck, and I was, oh, oh my goodness. Like, that whole, yeah, I, I gotta watch Black Panther today, see? See? <laughs> it's where we're going with it. Let's just, let's just do that. Like I said, man, it's just, and like, and like I said, the, the merging of ideals I, I I get that Killmonger's way he was doing it was wrong, but I completely 100% understood where he was coming from. How yeah. often does the bad guy influence the good guy? How often do you see that? You know what I'm saying? Black That's Panther true. as a character will never be the same because of Killmonger. You know what I mean? So you, you yep. can't you can't go back story wise now because he bought the buildings in Oakland and all that type of stuff. He came in influencing another generation. He came in as an African influencing African Americans when he came to Oakland. You you know what I mean? So that right. I mean the, the ending in that respect, like not just the, the fight scene, but the, the after the fight scene and all that type of stuff, that was huge for the for the character himself. You know that was that was a big deal. So, like I said, it's uh, it's going to really be interesting to see what they do as far as um, with uh, the second Black Panther because they they have to continue. How they're going to do it, I don't know because there was he was too influential on the Marvel universe when you go back and look at that movie because of the introduction of vibranium because of uh, Wakanda being a a you know nuclear threat to to some degree a lot of people not believing they were what they were and now you find out that they have all this technology and stuff like that um the economic powerhouse that they were um i mean like i said just coming in and influencing you know inner city kids urban kids and these communities and stuff culturally you really haven't seen any of that because we haven't had multifaceted characters i think the only other character who would be on that level to affect the mcu was thor because people was coming from Ragnarok and Ragnarok got destroyed, you know, and all that type of stuff. And then they killed so many people in uh, Infinity War. But when you look at the rest of them, Tony Stark was the only one that was really influential. 
Right. Because he has armor, but he came in the door that way. So for Black Panther to come in the door that way, too, as on the politician side, as far as running the country, was a huge deal. But for him to be a soldier like Captain America was also a huge deal. So it was, and, and for him to have the money, like Tony Stark had the money, but for him to be able to fight, you know, and, and hold his own against Cap, we, we of course know Black Panther's on another level than Captain America in the comics. But for movie's sake, for him to be on par really showed um, what, was, what was what, you know. So, like I said, it, it, he really influenced, bring your Black Panther in, influenced Marvel Universe in a lot of ways people probably didn't think about. As far as now introducing vibranium, introducing technology, you know, all that type of stuff. Is this gonna gonna bring in other villains like AIM and Hy- you know, we got Hydra, but it's gonna bring AIM in as far as advanced uh advanced weaponry and all that type of stuff. I mean it's it's just so many ways they can go with it now that they introduced Black Panther that they couldn't do it with anybody else. It, everything always had to be affected by Tony Stark. Oh, Tony Stark was there because of Vision, and Tony Stark was there because of Ultron, and Tony Stark was there, you know, and it's like, dude, everything doesn't have to run through Tony. You, you know what I mean? You got, you got, uh. he's the one that's the most influential, because he's the one that's sitting before the Senate, he's the one that created these suits, he's the one that's got ties to the military, he's the one that's the billionaire playboy philanthropist, you know what I'm saying? And now, you brought in Black Panther, who can do all those things too. I mean, I, I understand why. I mean, Robert Down- Downey Jr. is just captivating. You, they, oh, for sure. They had to. They had to. They had to milk him for all they had. No, uh, I agree, one hundred percent. I I'm really, about it, I honestly, from a comic books perspective, yeah. I honestly, because it seems like his entire circle, including Disney, knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised they already shot his stuff for the next Black Panther movie. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe we'll we'll have I, I don't to know. see. Uh, we'll depending on, see. The, on the way his health went, because I mean, look at how many movies he pumped out. That's just, what I'm saying. You know, just for uh, just in between 2016 when he was diagnosed versus um, you know today, you know 2020. You know, that's what that's what I'm saying. I didn't know he was in Gaza, Egypt, because he got diagnosed in 2016. He still did Gaza, Egypt. He did Civil War, Message from the King. Uh, he did Marshall, where he was third good Marshall. He did Black Panther in 2018, Infinity War in 2018, Endgame. Dude, Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame was all back to back to back. Yep. Then he jumped on 21 Bridges with the Russo brothers with that. And he still did the Five Bloods. And he got um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom coming out in 2020. And yep. he has uh, Yas- Yasuke. Now, is this with the samurai? It is. They said, hold on, let me see. So they said that's in pre-production. So I don't know. Maybe they don't have a they gotta do something else with that with that footage. I definitely wanted to see what that was gonna be on. So it's it's like I said, man, he was he was just getting up and running. Cause some of the stuff that he had done done so far was just was just great. So um, they really got some big shoes to fill, whatever they do, because whatever they do with Wakanda in general, whether they replace Black Panther, whether they replace T'Challa or not, whatever they do with Wakanda, they can't go back. 
because they ended Black Panther with saying how influential Wakanda was going to be. So they, they can't go back. And because Black Panther and so many um, people in Wakanda died because of the snap, it complete, you completely understood that Wakanda could not have the same influence after the snap in Infinity War and Endgame. But now that all of that has been fixed after five years, okay, now, now we, we have to move forward. So, like I said, yeah, we still got to see what's going on with all of that because we saw a little bit of it in Far From Home. Far From Home, right, right. They didn't touch on it a lot, but you saw it was it was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. But I like the way they actually they actually thought about it, how how the world is going to react to all this ridiculous stuff that's going on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about to get worse because now we're going in outer space. Yep. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this uh, podcast up. Definitely condolences to to his family. Uh, man, condolences to the community because we we like just looking at the internet, and the people that got affected. Just, I mean, it's one thing to read it, but the memes, man, that that just punched me in the gut. Like him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. laughing on the talk show. Dude, and and him working with, like I said, Chris Evans. Oh, dude, that that just messed me up, man. And because, just because he just seemed to be a good guy, man. All of the yeah. stuff he did to, you know, yeah. marrying his girl, making sure she would be, you know, taken care of, his family would be taken care of. He, you know, working with 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 kids that were dealing with the same issues as he is, or he was. You know, um, the mental fortitude you gotta have to go talk to children who have cancer while you have cancer and understand where they're coming from and be able to encourage them while not telling other people that you have cancer? You understand the psychological fortitude that has to take? He was a good man. You, you know what I'm saying? That just... Yep. Man, we lost a real one on this one, dude. Yep. I'm 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 glad that it that they aren't rushing into other Marvel movies because like I said you you got to get time, people time you, you, you I mean even if he's not in the next movie even as you watch other movies you're still in your mind thinking where are these other people at you know what I'm saying yeah you know even if you're watching uh, whenever we get to see Black Widow's movie, we know it's in the past, but we're still thinking, okay, if this is happening in this year, where's Cap? Where's Iron Man? Where are these other people? Where are they at while she's going through this? You know? So, like I said, uh, man, is is moving forward is going to be rough. And like I said, whatever they do, whatever they do, they got some, some huge shoes to fill. Because like I said, between Ryan Coogler and the Russo brothers, Man, y'all, and, and Taita, what, what, I can't never pronounce his name right. Dude that directed uh, Ragnarok, those three. Yeah, I know, right I, know there, I know you, I know you talking about. Man, Taika Waititi or something like that, man. Dude, they got some huge shoes to fill. Huge. Like, don't, don't mess this up, Marvel. Like, uh, um, the beginning of that Hey Ya video. Like, like, all right, three thousand. Don't mess it up. Greyhound don't float on water. <laughs> you know, like, like, don't mess this up, Marvel. 
you know, so like y'all got a good thing going. As long as they don't do a, a movie worse than Batman versus Superman, I'm good. I don't think they've had a movie worse than Batman versus Superman. They have not. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll man, I'll take it, the it first. Be tough. I'll take the first Thor over that. It it would be tough to reach that level of depravity and deplorability. <laughs> right. Exactly. That exactly. That, that movie was Atlantis deck bad. <laughs> How somehow. <laughs> Somehow you you brought you you brought Bam's Atlantis deck into it. <laughs> like this dude, you over here, Mister Miyagi Bam. style. <laughs> you Mister Miyagi style. You got the chopsticks catching the fly. <laughs> you you yanked that out of clear out the thin blue air, boy. Just <laughs> Atlantis deck. <laughs> so man. <laughs> man, but like I said. uh Whatever they do, I really hope it helps the community heal. One thing that I thought was amazing, and, and like I said, we'll wrap it up, we'll wrap it up. But uh, one thing I thought was amazing, going to Comic-Cons after Black Panther. Yeah. Blew, blew my mind. Because those were the Comic-Cons where I saw the most Black people cosplay. Those were the Comic-Cons where I had never seen old Black people cosplay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you you it understand the, the game. The, the freedom that people have now. You know what I mean? I mean, because you got, you know, you obviously you got haters and, and we got unfortunately hotepish communities where it's like, well, why you want to cosplay as this white superhero, blah blah blah, you know, that type of thing. Well, guess what now? We got Black Panther. Shut the freak up talking to me. You know what Man. I'm saying? I'm a. I've always been a huge Black Panther fan, but if you would have told me that in 2017 you would see a an Okoye cosplay, bruh, I would have. I would have been I'd on the floor laughing at you. Like, get out of here! Ain't nobody wearing no. <laughs> nobody dressing up as no Okoye. They don't even know her. Right now, everybody knows her, man. That's crazy, dude. It is. <laughs> like I said, Black Panther. On so many levels, on so many levels, changed the game. Just like I said, front, just mentally and emotionally for the black community, there's a freedom now to to be able to cosplay in. I mean, because you got so many gatekeepers. Oh, that character's not a female. That character's not Japanese. That, you know, that not white. That character's not black. You know, dude. Yeah. Well, guess what? We can cosplay as black people now, as black superheroes now. So. So, and I think for me to see so many people into Black Panther, like people that you go to, the, you know, I went to different Comic Cons with different people, you know, um, not just talking about tournaments we was going to, but, uh, you know, they had like Comic Con at Navy Pier and people was, you know, had Black Panther shirts on. Didn't matter what race you were, didn't matter what gender you were, didn't matter what country you came from. Like, okay, this was a great movie. This is a great character. I'm going to rep this character. It didn't matter that this is a white dude wearing a Black Panther, you know, T-shirt. You know, it didn't matter that this is a white kid running around with Black Panther gear on. You know what I'm saying? You know how open-minded your parents got to be for you to run around as a black superhero? You a white kid? You you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, uh, because remember all the the issues that people was having with um, Force Awakens? 
when it was time to wear costumes, like Halloween time and stuff like that, you got three minorities as heroes. Oh, don't even. That, you know what I'm saying? Don't so, even give me start on that. Nah, a couple of years later, now years later, you got people repping Black Panther. So that tells me psychologically something's changed. You you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it was it was a huge switch from when Force Awakens came out to when Black Panther came out. So I thought that that was an interesting change that um, I'd seen just going from Comic-Cons that year and seeing what was on the news to now, you know, Black Panther being a billion dollar movie and all, all the Oscar nods and all that type of stuff. So it was a, it was a refreshing change of pace, you know? So, but like I said, uh, glad we was able to kind of cathartically talk about it, you know, um, any thoughts that you have, you know, definitely leave them in the comments because I'm probably going to be posting this to my main page in addition to, you know, Team Apex uh, page and stuff like that, you know. So, um, but any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email us at teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. It's teamapexforthewin, spell the whole thing out, at gmail.com. Uh, this is your boy, Cell, along with my co-host, You know it's your boy, Vern. And we'll uh, see you guys in the forums later.